what is going on everybody welcome to another episode of gaming with the bros cast episode 133 my name is harrison joined by my brother uh the the bouncy nick what's what's going on <laughs> what's up everybody i love like i love this standing desk it's so great I oh you're standing just... up okay, okay. Yeah, yeah i'm standing up <laughs> um i've been st- in case anyone's noticed a change i've i've been standing up for the past three episodes so if you notice if you notice a change in anything let me know <laughs> i don't, I yeah, don't know that, that's, change, that's but... one thing i miss about my old um workspaces we had we had like really nice like standing standing desks uh yeah they were like automated you could press a little button and it would rise up and it, it was like a pretty good height so uh missed that um but <clears throat> yeah i think yeah. i've got the perfect setting yeah. It, it's automatic you can just press like one of your you know little buttons and it'll come up all the way so it's cool sweet yeah well we got a lot of lot to talk about this week a lot of uh little kind of little little stories and, and stuff to look forward to this week with uh with the pokemon presents on uh wednesdays and, and of course some of our favorite time nick the nintendo financials we'll uh, we'll talk about oh some uh maybe some guesses of what we think yeah um, but we'll, we'll, some, we'll, some financial figures yeah you know all yeah. fun stuff uh, and of course big release of this week xenoblade chronicles 3 that's right baby um, we'll talk about that here shortly uh but before we do all that nick how was uh how was your week it was good it was a nice it was a nice relaxing weekend uh didn't didn't have many plans but ended up going to a few open houses and did n- none of them were winners Okay. We didn't really like go in with the intention of like, oh, this is going to be the house. We we kind of just like puts around, and we we literally saw signs for open houses and, and and followed those signs. Like we didn't find them online or anything. Yeah. Um, but some of them like some one of them was pretty cool. It had four bedrooms, and then the master bedroom had a loft. Okay. Inside of it, so it had That's like pretty another cool. pretty much another floor that you could go up to. So that was cool, but. Those were a little bit out of our budget, and yeah. and, we, and we just didn't like them as much, anyways. But yeah, just uh, kind of continuing that the slow journey of looking for a house and waiting for the market to yeah just just crash a little bit. You know, I don't want anyone to be affected <laughs> by it too much, but I want to be able to buy a house. Exactly. So. House uh, hunting is fun. I I don't necessarily yeah. like doing it online because you just don't get like that that feel. Um, mm-hmm. But going going inside a home and and saying it, oh like you kind of just instantly visualize okay this is what this room will be like I'll, I'll put this stuff here yeah. and you know okay I like this but I don't like this so it's like it's it's a fun time to to kind of figure out really because I mean when when you're first buying a house you don't really know what you want because you just never really you've only ever had apartment experiences yeah. and, and where you grew up as a kid um, and you don't think about the little annoyances as a kid really just because you're you know, because you're a kid. Yeah, because you're a kid. You don't you don't care. So, um, you know, it, it, it's cool to to see that stuff. And obviously, when you get into a house after you get furniture in, then you're like, well, actually, I don't like this corner or you know whatever the case is. So, right. Um, yeah, it's 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 a fun it's a fun experience. Yeah, it's cool. We we've seen like 15 houses so far, okay. so we've gotten like a pretty wide breadth of different layouts, different types of houses between paneling and brick and hardwood floors carpet like we've we've kind of seen a lot of it so far so yeah yeah it's cool it's it's not like it's not really stressful because we're we're willing to wait 
at this right. point. So it's it's really just like, oh, if we see a house online, we'll we'll go see it in person and yeah. you know see what happens with with no like real pressure. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's fun. But yeah, that's pretty much my weekend. But you went. You went to yeah. GalaxyCon. I went to weekend. I went to GalaxyCon um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, uh, Brittany had pulled, and I had heard of it before. Um, I was sort of familiar with what it was. It's pretty much like, I mean, it was once we got in there, it was pretty huge. Um, mm-hmm. But I would have, it, I would imagine it's probably just a a, a microcosm of like what a, a San Diego Comic Con is or something like that. Yeah. So. Um, but it was, I mean, it was, it was awesome. So yeah, she, um, she found online and she, there was a couple of people that she wanted to see. Um, and so we, and I was like, well, you know what? I've never been to something like that. I would love to, let's, let's do it. And we, we bought the tickets, uh, and we, we ended up going, um, and it was mm-hmm. awesome. Like there were so many, so many cosplayers and they look, yeah. they all look so cool. Like I saw them, I saw them around the city. Yeah. There was, the, oh yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. It was, yeah, it was it was pretty awesome, uh, and like everybody looked so good. Like there was there, I don't think there was like a necessarily a bad one that I saw. Um, like there was one that was I wish I got that picture, but it was Pyramid Head, and and he oh, was sta- sick. He or she was standing uh, right outside of the line um, outside because they had like a bunch of food trucks too outside, mm-hmm. um, and it looked awesome. There's a bunch of like you know uh, clouds with their their giant swords. Like it was cool because you walk in and like you you you. Uh, you get you get your scan your ticket in and then they have a prop check in so you have to like make sure that your prop is safe to bring in so it's okay. I mean, most of it was like probably cardboard stuff but i guess if someone tried to bring in like a, a real sword like probably make probably, sure that's yeah, yeah, probably <laughs> yeah probably not a good idea um but it was pretty much like for the most part it was pretty much like person of like um like you couldn't really walk quick to the to the event. Like it was there was just so so many people, um, mm-hmm. but it was it was really cool. They had a bunch of like um, vendors there, um, you know, selling you know anywhere from like comics to Pokemon cards to um, I don't know toys, Funko Pops, so many Funko Pops. Um, did you get any? I did. I got. Um, Let's see here. I got a Dragon Ball Z mystery box. Whoa, sick. Uh, which was cool. I got um let's see. It was cool. It came with like a blanket and stuff. And like uh, I bought me some I love my my socks, so I got me some Avatar socks. That is very cool. Uh which I mean stuff I probably could have bought in anywhere, but you know, when when in Rome you get a you got it's more fun, more fun this way. Um I bought me an Ahsoka uh star wars funko pop which i tried to get signed and uh that's where the next part of my story is going so oh god obviously at these events like they have like you know famous people like i got to see brandon frazier i got to um see uh Giancarlo esposito um which is super cool like seeing like a celebrity i've never because i've never really seen a celebrity in person like that who does sorry who does he play he oh, was that uh, Gus Fring from uh, like Breaking Bad? No way! Yeah, so he was there, and he, dude, he he was like in a suit, like just looked exactly like he does in the show. Um, so I think that's just the way he dresses. Um, and he was, and his like we we could have gotten a signature from him because his line is pretty short at the end, but like most of them were wanting like seventy dollar an autograph, like seventy dollar like a photo. Oh my gosh! Um, yeah, uh, Ashley Eckstein, Eckstein, Eckstein. Um, the girl that voices um, the character on the Funko Pop, uh, Ahsoka in the, in the Star Wars show, she was a hundred dollars. 
um in which i get it because people get signatures and they resell it and stuff online so i get it but still it's kind of it's kind of crazy yeah it's like you already pay all this not not a huge price up front for a ticket but you know you pay the ticket to get in and then you know you see them um and then you got to pay money for them for their signature so i understand it you know that's that's how they they get paid that's you know they're not doing this stuff for free so and and with like the, the resale stuff i get it um but Brittany ended up meeting the one that she wanted to. That was um, I can't remember his name, but he play he plays the character in Gilmore Girls. Okay, um, he plays Luke in Gilmore Girls. Luke from Gilmore Girls. He's like the guy with like the, always wearing like the plaid shirt and like the backwards hat. Um, but she she mm-hmm. made she made like a Gilmore's like um, cup uh, with all of, like the outline of the characters in the show, and um, she had him sign like that area of the, of the cup uh, and he was like only like 30 bucks a signature so pretty reasonable oh, nice. um that's awesome so yeah i mean they had like they had like steve downs there they had mm-hmm. uh the place master chief they had jen taylor there the place cortana um they had chrissy chrissy was there from stranger things which we missed we didn't know she was there um i think she was only there maybe one day um wow. you know like the chris chrissy wake up that girl from season three from season four of Stranger Things. You know, the one that like, you know. The, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So she she was there. Um, That's awesome. <laughs> and we, we didn't know, like we had gotten a win that she was there, but I didn't see like a like a flyer for her, but I, I didn't know her name mm-hmm. in real life. And then when we got back, um, I went on TikTok and there was like a GalaxyCon TikTok and they're like, oh, it showed like Chris. I was like, oh, she was there. That, that would have been cool. Um, so yeah, like they had a bunch of a bunch of different people. They had uh, Christopher Sabat, which I, he's the one that I really wanted. I brought my Dragon Ball Z Fighters game case to get signed. Um, he he plays Vegeta, um, okay, in in that, and his line was just super long all day. And after I had waited, because I had waited in line to, for for Ashley to get her signature um, for about thirty minutes, and then I didn't think about asking about like the price. And someone had mentioned it was a hundred bucks to sign. And I was like, nope. Okay. I was like, I can't do it. I can't. No, not not for someone that you know. If it was like, I don't know, Master Chief or somebody, maybe I don't know. But yeah, a hundred bucks is that's, pretty. That's that's a lot. It's pretty steep for somebody that I just started watching, and I I had gotten the phone call pop there. I was like, oh, you know, I'll just get her to sign it. Um, but yeah, she was she was hundred bucks. But I could, you know, again, I I get it, I get it, but still, it's it's pretty pricey. Yeah. But next year, we've already discussed it. Next year, we're gonna we're gonna dress up and and go with somebody. Who who would you go as? Um, I don't know. Antoine was talking about because he went with us. Um, he was talking about going as um, oh gosh, what, what's his name? Um, oh my gosh, uh, A Train from uh, <laughs> from, oh, the from the boys. And he was like, uh, he was like, you should go as the deep. And I'm like, why would I go as the deep? And then I was like, I'm gonna go as like Billy Butcher. And I'll, I'll work on my accent and like get like a black. <laughs> what on my accent, eh? <laughs> hey, my accent. It's diabolical. <laughs> um, but I don't know. It, something you like could, that. I think that would be super fun. This isn't a dig at all, but you you, you kind of look like the deep a little bit. Well, that's what that's what Brittany was saying. I was like, well, if I if I go as a deep, like I'm gonna go all out. Like I'm gonna start working out and like get like ripped abs, and I'm gonna yeah. like I want you to like make prosthetic gills on my on my skin. <laughs> That'd be I'll pretty just go shirtless. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so I think I think that's the plan next year. Um, okay, because it was like, there were so many people like this looked super awesome. Were there a um, lot of uh, a lot of the boys? No, I didn't see any of the boys stuff. They wow, had okay. they had boys merchandise, um, but like yeah, I saw a lot of like Star Wars 
people. Um, yeah. There's a really badass looking like Darth Vader that was walking around and like, everyone's just like getting pictures of each other. Like if you ever come, there was like two groups that were kind of the same like show or movie or something. They'd, they'd all like stand in line and like do a pose and people were, oh, it was so cool. Um, so yeah, I'll, I definitely want to go next year. Uh, it was, it was, it was a blast. I think you should go next year with us. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Uh, like, I want to go. It was super fun. Uh, just a lot, I mean, a lot of, just a lot of different stuff to, to uh to look at and um a lot of like different art that people made and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that so yeah I, I did look to see if there were any tickets when you texted me about it or when you yeah. told me about it last week and this saturday was it was all sold out so yeah we um yeah we ended up getting our ticket like on wednesday a tuesday or wednesday um in which we were we actually missed they, they call it like the after dark tickets so that it went from like three to seven or whatever um so i mean in more than enough time like we probably walk like three or four miles just around in that okay. thing so it's plenty of time yeah. um but yeah that, that's what we did and then you know came back and just chilled out um but uh but yeah it was it was that was awesome it was, it was a good time sick man that's cool i didn't did, did get my vegeta signature but not gonna pay a 100 bucks at least for that you know yeah but next, you get to next, see it all yeah you next know? year if there's someone like super awesome that i want to i'll i'll make sure that i like budget that out because I, I didn't really know what to expect like i mean there were some pretty reasonable items like like the funko pops like some some were like super marked up just because they were they were high value ones like rare ones but most of them were pretty pretty reasonable okay. um, there, there were there, there was this like hollow night um it was like on a press board and it was it was 40 bucks and I, I meant to get it from the guy um but it was like a i don't know maybe like a like maybe like a foot long and like six inches wide or something but it was like a um a picture of like hollow knight and um uh what's the oh hornet hornet um on there and it was super cool looking was it was it pressed on the wood it was pressed on the wood yeah that's cool yeah it was super cool i I meant to grab like a card to so i could like maybe order one or something but Mm -hmm. um yeah it was it was it was it was a great time I, i definitely want to uh to attend next year super fun nice man um that's really cool but yeah that that was my that was my week it was pretty good um nick i, got, nick, I guess i'll talk about the games i've been playing real quick because i know you've got a lot to say about uh xenoblade yeah, yeah um so i i finished control and i finished wow, um nice. the foundation dlc okay um super awesome game um the movement for, feels really good like the shooting and all that stuff it does have some really random like difficulty spikes yeah um throughout that game which is a little frustrating uh like toward like especially towards the end of the game because there's like a lot of like floating platform kind of stuff and i there's one mm-hmm. there's one spot towards the very end um i kept falling off and like the checkpoints they're not great they're not great like they always spawn you back at like the the control point um and if you've you've cleared some enemies it'll save so you don't necessarily have to go through each battle each time but it's still like farther far enough away from like to get back into the action where it's a little annoying when you keep falling off or something like that so i kind of repeatedly had that problem throughout the game especially towards like the end when it got a little bit harder um and then uh other than that i mean it's it's a it's a it's a great great game uh and then i finished the first dlc the foundation um okay which the additional powers you get in that is is pretty good. Being able to um, kind of destroy like these pillars that come out of the wall, you can um, kind of make them 
um, in certain spots and then you can also destroy them. So there's, mm-hmm. of course, they introduce like areas where, you know, you know, there's like a bridge or something and you can shoot the enemy at their feet and it'll collapse the bridge and they'll fall down or oh, that's cool. they'll have like a spike area um, and you can raise the spikes up or raise them off the wall or something like that to, to kill it. And so it adds a little bit more variety into, into the combat. So, yeah. Um, so I, and I, I just, uh, I think got to the area where the next expansion is, um, awe. So, and that's, that's the one that I think has to that do with ties some, to t- ties into Alan Wake. Um, so I'm excited to, to I'll, I'll probably finish that probably here within the next couple because that other the foundation DLC was pretty short it was a couple hours okay I'll probably finish the all by next by next week um so yeah, yeah. control control is great I'm yeah um, it's it's really cool I'm, I'm excited for Alan Wake too especially that it's going to be more of like a survival horror game like like you know RE4 or whatever um is that next year I believe so 2023 yeah. okay I think so uh, and then the next game I played is Multiverses, and I totally right. for- forgot about this. I know it had been in a beta for a little bit, um, but th- for those who do not know, it is um, kind of Warner Brothers' answer to Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got like they they add they just added LeBron James from uh, the the Looney Tunes or the tune uh, I don't know the. Uh, what's that basketball movie? Space Jam. Space Jam. Space Jam. Um, they added him, and he's got, of course, he's like a basketball. He's kind of like a, <laughs> uh, a range character because each character has like a different like class. So it's pretty similar to Smash. Like there's still like like a stocks involved. There's still like percentage okay. based. It's way better than Nickelodeon's like All Star game. It, it feels a lot better um, as far as like the motion, the controls go. Um, but yeah, they got they've got like ultra instinct shaggy in it like they've got iron giant they've got you know um superman wonder woman yeah. so there, there's gonna there's so many so many characters that they uh they can they can put into the game and they're doing i, I don't know if it's weekly or not but they're doing like a, a rotation of the characters because you only get like three or four free ones at the start um okay and they're gonna like rotate them in and out so you have like a chance to to try them out if you before to you that's first, that's pretty cool because so, yeah it, it it limits you and and forces you to play as different characters and i think yeah. i think that's i think that's a good idea for for a free-to-play game yeah. to do that now, now i think um i think if you buy it you just have it but they're they're just going to rotate the free characters out um so if you buy the game you get all the characters is that how well, there, i think there is an option like a like a hundred dollar option where you can buy everything and, and whatever uh, oh but like, if you buy like, a character you can play as it yeah, Whatever. even even if it's rotated out of like the the thing, so gotcha. Um, they're, yeah, they're just gonna kind of rotate like free ones in and out, you know, just give everybody an opportunity to to check them out. But um, it's really good. It, it like I said, they're it's class based. Um, there's there's one v ones. There's um, a two v two option, which I think, and I have not played that yet, but mm. um, it, I think it's heavily implied that they would prefer it because even like on the two v two, that says like that's the recommended one. Because um, I think a lot of characters work off of each other so you're trying to do combination moves and stuff like that so um yeah it's it's cool i'd recommend it it's free to play um you know so okay i'll, I'll check it pretty, out yeah it's pretty cool uh you know the the uh, like i said the uh the movement feels good um so yeah I'll, I'll probably play some more i think it's in like it's season zero thing but i think it's ends sometime this week so there's some stuff you can unlock and then it's going to go into the to the main main battle pass or whatever so okay it's cool it, it's definitely way better than that nickelodeon thing um 
Is it on Switch or is it just uh, PC, PlayStation, and I Xbox? I haven't checked if it's on Switch, but I think it's just on PC, Xbox, and, and PlayStation. I could be wrong though. It may be. Uh, it, it should okay. be able. It, it would definitely be able to run. Um, like graphically wise, it's not anything insane. Let me just look that up. Yeah. Uh, it is on. It's not on Switch. Not on Switch. On okay. everything else. I wonder if it's coming soon because I, I definitely feel like that could um, run and also, you know, be a good platform for for that. But yeah, pretty pretty cool game. I'm probably gonna play some more of it. Um, it's it's kind of hilarious to see Superman versus LeBron James, but you know that's kind of the wackiness of of those kind of games. So I mean, they can literally put anybody in there. So uh, so funny a... that LeBron's character. <laughs> Did you see that his uh his like you know each character has like a first appeared on a yeah. first appearance his was just his birthday oh really <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's hilarious all right but that is all I have um been playing I'm gonna stop talking Nick Xenoblade Chronicles three it's out baby I I am incredibly excited to talk about this game because I've been having such a great time with it so far it's I think so far it's it's my favorite xenoblade game and granted i'm only 13 hours in so i'm not super far yeah <laughs> yeah 13 hours not being far is, is is really weird especially after playing stray and plague tale um but so th- this game it's it's essentially disconnected from one and two so you don't need to play one and two to to understand the basic plot of this game and and the kind of overarching premise of xenoblade chronicles 3 is there's two nations at war in a, in this kind of like perpetual war um Agnes and Kevis and you're fighting to increase the flame clock for your queen and each um each person only lives 10 years they are born like out of this I don't know they're they're created essentially at like rather young age not as a a toddler but kind of as a younger kid and then you spend that entire 10 years fighting a war okay and the goal of your life essentially like the the overarching goal of of your existence is to live the 10 years and then have a homecoming which is at the end of your 10 years you're welcomed into the embrace of the queen and that essentially means you know you go to heaven or whatever and yeah. if you die prematurely you know, let's say you die in, in battle or die in war or die from another cause then you're not accepted into the queen's embrace so that's kind of the goal. That's yeah. That's so, kind of so. the goal of yeah. It's, it's kind of a interesting premise, and the characters you're you're following, they're kind of at the end of their of their lifespan, and um, not to get too deep into the weeds, but you play as an offseer, and that offseer's name is is uh, Noah. His role is to help fallen soldiers or fallen enemies or whoever else kind of pass on into the next world so he has like a flute that he plays okay and you and your teammates meet up you know through some circumstantial stuff you meet up with um enemies essentially from from the from the opposing region and you need another offseer and then you guys kind of team up for for you know a specific reason and that's kind of your party and yeah, so that's kind of the premise of it. It's it's kind of convoluted at first, but it's really 
it's really good at introducing the story, introducing the characters. And for anyone who's played one and two, it is way better at introducing the mechanics of the game. Okay. It does it in a more nuanced way that doesn't like throw everything at you at once, but it still gives you enough to have like a sense of satisfaction with the combat and a sense of progress. So, you know, I'm, I'm not getting too many tutorials now, but I was getting tutorials up until like 10 hours in, you know, just showing me different mechanics in the game. And each one, like when, when I got to each tutorial, I was like, dude, that's really cool. Like that is a really exciting part of this game that just unlocks. And I can't wait to use it. Like just being able to switch classes, you can switch classes with, your teammates, and then you can level up your class. And then once you level up that class, you can use the abilities with your main class. So you can kind of like switch around and kind of like min max your characters that way by, you know, getting abilities from different classes from the defender class, attacker class. Um, So yeah, that's pretty cool. And then, you know, just the, the cutscene direction, the art direction, it's all like so spectacular. It feels very, very anime at times. Yeah. So so graphically it looks it looks pretty good. Graphically it looks pretty good for the Switch. Okay. So that's the only caveat. You know, it would look better obviously on another on another console, but damn, Monolith Soft, they are really taking advantage of the Switch's power and and using it to the best of their ability and to the best of the Switch's capabilities because it's it's a beautiful looking game. And cool. even yeah. even on handheld. I was gonna ask about OLED. Yeah, yeah, it looks great on the OLED, and this is coming from Xenoblade Chronicles 2, which looked like just absolute garbage in handheld. It, it ran at like 480p. Oh god! And it was just blurry. But I've I've played probably six or seven hours in handheld and haven't had haven't really had a problem with it. So sweet. Yeah. So is this um going back to the story the the mm. the ten year lifespan is that is that like a new idea introduced to the story or is that something that's previous because like from one to three like what 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 time period are we looking at like how many years i think three is i think it takes place way after one and two okay so it's it's not really anywhere close timeline wise so so really i mean you don't need to know much i mean because I, I guess without, I'm not going to ask that question, but anyways, yeah. Yeah, you really don't need to know much about one and two. The whole 10-year lifespan, that's completely new to this game. It's a new concept. Okay. And I mean, that's, that's similar to, to how two was, like those games, two and one wasn't really, weren't really connected, so to speak. Yeah. And and it's the same for this one. And, you know, I'm sure that'll change at some point throughout the story. But, you know, as far as the first 13 hours goes, like, you could come into this game completely not knowing anything about Xenoblade 1 and 2 and be fine. I mean, aside from familiarity with the combat, which is relatively similar to 1 and 2, it's kind of a mix of both, kind of the best of both worlds, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, aside from that, like, you could you could come into this game without knowing much and and be just fine. And yeah, I've, I, oh man, this is like, this is going to be a game of the year contender for me because really okay yeah yeah the story is just so gripping like i i sometimes i have an Damn impulse it, to, to <laughs> sometimes i have an impulse to to, to skip cutscenes. you know especially if it's like a, if it's a longer rpg if it's a slower yeah. game but 
this game, like I'm, the, I'm here for every cutscene. I'm here for the character development. I'm here for the relationships between these, you know, differing regions and, you know, different people. It's a great game. It, it, it truly is a great game. I feel like I'm, I'm missing out right now. I, you, you, so I, I you so I went to Walmart Friday, <laughs> and was it Friday that I went? Yeah, I think it was Friday. You know, well, Walmart usually has their games ten bucks off. Um, I think they they've stopped doing that. Well, they still had some that were fifty bucks, but Xenoblade mm-hmm. Three was sixty. So I was like, well, okay. if it was fifty, might have I may have gotten it. Um, yeah, I know. I feel like just uh, for the sake of game of the year, I think I need to play this game. Um, and I and I feel like if I don't play it now or within the coming weeks, you're I not going to play it because there's just so much stuff coming out. It's the perfect time for it. Let me let me see August. All right, so I'm looking at I'm looking at the games coming out right now. I would say the next big one is Splatoon three. So we're we're coming in August. So let's see. Is there anything really in August? Saints Row, but uh, nothing. No, no big games. I know Cult of the Lamb is coming out. I want to play that one. I do want to play that. Yeah, that looks really good. Um, yeah, there's there's nothing else in August. But just to just to sell it a little bit more, I just want to talk about it, an experience I had. Um, did, did you get it physical or did you buy it digital? I got a digital. Okay. I, I've one and two digital as well. So went with that again, but. I was at the end of chapter two and I was, I was facing this like badass boss, right? Just the music. Oh, and by the way, the music in this game is, it gets you so pumped up. It's so incredible. Yeah. But there was this like really, really badass boss. And it was like a pretty long fight. Like it had multiple phases. It had cutscenes in the middle of it. And <clears throat> Alicia was watching me, watching me play. And she was like, oh, you're, so this is like the end of the game, right? <laughs> like this is like the last fight. Uh, uh, uh. I was like, oh no, it's not. And she asked me this like multiple times throughout the fight. She's like, this seems like the last fight. This seems like a final boss. And I was like, no, Babe. the battle has just <laughs> begun. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask next. The, the boss fight's like pretty, pretty epic. Uh, yeah, I've only fought like one, one major boss so far, but the one I fought was pretty, pretty epic. The cutscenes were pretty spectacular like they they were like anime level like they they got me hyped up nick i'll let you answer this question but uh rizky over on youtube um mm-hmm. he's he said because i because i haven't since i haven't played it yet he says what's your opinion about people trashing xenoblade 3 because it's not 60 frames per second can you is, i mean does it run does it run well enough to even think about that i i, I get it like you know you're mad that the game's not on your preferred console, whatever you, you might have a Xbox or PlayStation and you want it on there, but you know, model- I, think, I think if it's, if it's optimized well enough for the platform it's on, it's optimized you know, well, man, run, it's, running it, it running at well. a consistent 30 is probably fine. Like, yeah. Should we, uh, sorry, should we drop out real quick and come back? Yeah. Let's, uh, yeah, let's switch over. We'll be okay. right back. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I don't really care what people say if people are trashing it because it doesn't impact my enjoyment of it. And those well, people were well, never going to play it. Well, why? I, I just don't understand why people trash. Because the, because the Switch is, 
I, I don't know, man. I feel like the Switch has like these really good exclusives, and and people secretly want them on their console of choice. And yeah, you know, just the way the cloth is cut, like Monolith Soft is owned by Nintendo, or they're you know second party to Nintendo, and yeah, and this franchise just isn't going to come anywhere else. And you know, it is what it is, man. Like I, it, I, it runs I great. Don't, I don't. Yeah, I just don't get it. Like I, oh, that game would be so much better if it just played on. Like, you probably haven't even played it to even know. Yeah, like the, I, the, all the people who are trash talking, they they one they wouldn't play it if it was on their console of choice. I'm sure. Um, risky. I didn't read IGN's review or, or Digital Foundry's stuff. Um, I mean, they gave it an eight on IGN, which IGN is pretty. I don't know. They're kind of all over the place. Like they give. I don't know. I like them for the most part, but they, they're kind of hit or miss sometimes. Um, I did read the review and it, it was a weird review because the, the reviewer said they spent 150 hours in the game. Okay. But then thought that some of the aspects of it was tedious or archaic, but they still did everything there was to do in the game. So it's like that's that's kind of on you for for overexerting yourself and doing every side quest when that's never it's never an option like it's never a requirement to yeah. to sit there and and do everything in one area before moving on like yeah, I think that I really think, impedes enjoyment sometimes with yeah I, and I think like when when I either a, I don't really go to a website for a specific reviewer but mm-hmm. you know if someone's reviewing it like. I don't play every single aspect of a game. There's some part, like some side quests I don't want to do or some challenge. Yeah. That, like I'm not going to do it. Like that, that's just going to hinder do. my experience of, of the game. Um, so I'm just, I'm just not going to do it. Like I didn't do everything in Elden Ring. I didn't do every single piece of side quest just because I, I didn't feel like it. And I got, I felt like I got what I wanted out of that game. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Risky, I, I, so many people want just realistic 4k stuff they just want the best of the best you know and and i get know, that. And most most of the like xbox the series x and ps5 like most of those aren't even doing 120 frames per second so i mean and i i guarantee you something like a normal a normal person is not going to be able to tell the difference between 30 to 60 to 60 to 120 for the most part you, you may have some yeah hiccups on the switch i mean it just happens you know there's also hiccups on the series x that i've seen so it's not not everything's perfect and not everything's going to run flawlessly. I think people just love to hate on the Nintendo switch because it's, it is underpowered versus what we got. You know, it's, it's the, the switch pro heretics as player, as an OJ would say, player essence. The heretics. Uh, they, just, they just want the, like the, the most powerful thing. And, and Nintendo's never been that. I don't think they ever will because they don't need no. to be because they're, they do such a, an amazing job at optimizing their games to work really well. You know, obviously Breath of the Wild had some issues, you know, frame frame rate wise. Um, that grass, that grass killed it. Um, it but did, also yeah. like, you know, Mario Odyssey ran Looks amazingly. Beautiful. You know, so yeah, it's you know, I I have a PS5, I have a Series X, I have a Switch, I have absolutely no problem jumping from, you know, a game like Spider-Man on the ps5 to to xenoblade chronicles 3 on the switch like it, it just like the like hitting 60 or hitting 4k or hitting 120 it doesn't really matter because 
if the game's fun, the game's fun. Of yeah. course, you know, it has to run okay. It can't run like it can't run terribly. Yeah, it can't run you know, of it can't run like sub twenty frames per second and, and and be an enjoyable experience, but also like you shouldn't I don't know. You shouldn't review a game based off of it, whether it's 30 or 60. You, if it runs well, yeah. either 30 or 60 or both or in between, whatever, then that's perfectly fine. But to 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 caveat and say, well, you know, it, it only it, it only, only runs at 30. Like we've we've just gotten past like we we barely hit the mark of like 60 60 FPS on console games. Like just and, that, and that's unreliable still yeah. a little bit. Yeah, so like, like, we've been we've been doing thirty for a long time. So I don't know wh- like why all of a sudden people are losing their minds over frames per second. Like it doesn't matter. Uh, to your point, yes, they probably will bash Bayonetta three when it comes out. Um, yeah. And I know when God of War comes out, they're, they're gonna and it's gonna be an amazing game. But they're they're gonna say that that it's the most amazing game of all time, and it's gonna have six FPS. Blah blah blah. That's that's sixty. F- it runs at sixty FPS. The the photo mode pictures are gonna just. Yeah, plague, plague Twitter. Know. Risky, we, me, Nick, and I, we're we're we love all the consoles. Like we play everything, so it, we always just have to laugh at people that just criticize a specific game or a specific console or frames per second. Like it, like none of it matters. Like as long as the game is good and optimized well, that's it. Like we <laughs> like, we we played Legends Arceus earlier this year, and that that sometimes ran sub twenty, but that was still fun. Yeah, I mean that. that like, and it looked like doo doo, but, like but it was but it was amazing. It was like one of my favorite Pokemon games of all time because yeah. it was so new, uh, such a fresh experience, and and yeah, it ran pretty poorly in some spots, but uh, I think just the overall gameplay made up for it. So you know, yeah. But but to end to to cap off Xenoblade Chronicles three, uh, th- this could end up being one of my favorite JRPGs Sweet. of all time. Yeah. Oh, Nick, I, I might pick it up this week. It, you it, like you said, I think I it's, really I think think it's a perfect time because, like, once we get in September, it's going to be hard to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll I think wait, I think wait. I think everything that's we know is coming out is coming out. You know, unless we get something Metroid or something like that, but but that probably won't come out until you know uh, <clears throat> October or beyond. So. Mm-hmm. Uh. It, yeah. Oh no, Ar- Arceus was great. Arceus was great. Yeah, it was a great game. Yeah. I. We, I, we, I, I 100 percent of it like it was great yeah i still need to go back and and, and collect everything or get all the uh the rest of the pokemon I'm i guess there, i should but... say 100 i should say yeah caught all the pokemon yeah which i mean that's you know you go did you do every side quest i mean there's no god a lot no. of like yeah, there's a lot of mundane quests? yeah a lot of mundane side quests in that game but yeah it was otherwise yeah. it was it was a great game um mm-hmm. so yeah nick any any final thoughts on uh on xenoblade you definitely I would recommend say if... it I would 100% recommend it. If you're on the fence, um, I wonder if they'll do a demo for it. See, the thing is, I don't know how well this game would demo. Yeah, because they would ha- they would have to choose a really. I don't know. I feel like they'd have to cut out a section of the game and almost show that. Yeah, but they don't want to. They don't want to give you too many mechanics at once. So maybe maybe just like the first two hours of the game or something like that. You know, yeah, that, that may be hard to, to do, especially, especially when you're two. getting new stuff like 10 hours in. Um, that, yeah, that, that may be a little hard to uh, to demo. All right, well, let's go ahead and um, we'll move on to uh, to some news, Nick. Um, we got uh, uh, the announcement of the course wave two for, for Mario Kart 8. Wave two, um, that's coming out, I believe, Friday. 
uh, August 5th. Yes. Um, bunch of new tracks, eight new tracks. One of them is brand new, um, which is cool. So yeah, I think that's awesome that we're actually getting new tracks and not just, just remakes. So I mean, were, I really, were there any new ones in the first wave? There wasn't. It was it was all okay. it was all remakes. I think a lot of people thought that that first wave was like not super super strong, but mm-hmm. uh, I think there's a couple of fan favorites in this one. Um, forgive me, I, I don't know a lot about Mario Kart, so. Um, but um, yeah, brand new track. So that you know that sets a precedent. You know, I don't think they'll probably put a new track in every single wave, but um, at least that's an option uh, possibility in the future. Yeah, yeah, something to look forward to. So. Um. And then the next one here, uh, Backbone is 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 released a, a PlayStation themed color variant for their uh, their mobile device. Um, I thought it was a little weird, like you know, it, it made sense for like Xbox having like Game Pass bundled in because you can actually play like on your phone, but mm-hmm. with PlayStation, it's just like a controller pretty much, and you use it on your TV. So it's weird. Um, yeah, I, I mean. It's cool to have the option, but I mean, this thing's a hundred bucks. So why I don't understand why you wouldn't just buy a controller. Well, you can stream you can stream games to your place to your phone, right? Can you? Oh, okay. I th- I thought you could. I thought I thought that's kind of what this was. What this was covering. Okay. I don't know if you can stream newer games, but I think you can stream games in some capacity. Okay. Your, I, okay. Maybe that makes a little bit more sense. But I, I thought it yeah. was just as as a, like a another controller and i thought that was super weird yeah um but yeah it's like that off white that playstation has uh some people were like some people yeah some people were like well why why didn't they do like the you know the the set sticks instead of the offset but you know i I don't think they're gonna completely change their device for for that for playstation yeah um so that's cool nick you want to read the next one another another kind of weird one yeah this is super weird but the the Meta Quest or the Oculus Meta Quest Two, um, the price is going up by one hundred dollars. So for the, I think it's what the sixty four gigabyte model. That one's two ninety nine. So that's going up to three ninety nine. And then yeah. the two hundred and fifty six gigabyte model is going up to four ninety nine. Yeah, this is. I mean, and they say it's due to crazy. like inflation and the costs of yeah, increasing costs i don't buy that shit i i'm sorry i <laughs> you know I, I get it but like dude you're facebook like you you have so much like eat the costs like just well i just i don't know man i think they're losing a lot of money on this vr stuff yeah i mean I, yeah i think they hedged their bet and they 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 could have hedged it in a different spot in vr but they chose to go with the metaverse and they should have just put it into games and yeah. making cool games yeah yeah i mean I, think, I mean it's like the device itself is great like it, it's cool like you know it, it's yeah. most comfortable like you know and all that stuff but yeah this is kind of like like I, you don't really hear of this often where a device that's been on the market for two plus years um gets an increase, gets an increase. all of a sudden like that i don't think that's going to make people want to purchase this thing um that hasn't already uh that, that just doesn't make a lot of sense um no but, like yeah what it what it does worry me though is now that that's priced that way what the heck is the psvr2 going to be priced at like is it going to be like a 600 hundred dollar device because they could get away with that they certainly could i mean the psvr1 th- was what 400 bucks uh, it might have been 499 at one point okay and then they had a price decrease so 
I can see this one either being three ninety nine or four ninety nine because when you're when you're comparing apples to apples with the the Quest and the PSVR two, the PSVR two is still tethered, right? Yeah, it still so has it's still that new sense. Yeah, still using the power. And granted, it's going to be a lot more powerful than just the base Quest two is going to be or is already is, but it's still tethered. It's still yeah. a harder sell than the quest and it's, and and it's even harder because it's in a more niche market it's it's yeah. in the market of ps5 owners which you know Not few and far between yeah, yeah it's getting it's getting larger the the base is getting larger but it's still not as high as you know your regular joe schmo who's like oh i i want to try out vr i'll get this you know 299 headset not too big of an investment but if you yeah, it's a it's a hard sell if you want to sell it for five hundred or six hundred bucks. The the PSVR two. I think I think it's gonna at least be five. You think so? I think, I think so. at least at least at least five. I don't like it. I think it's too much. But um, for for like you said, if it was a wireless experience, you know that would be a little bit different. But also, I think they want you to have to use the PlayStation Five. Uh, I don't know. It, it's it's weird, but um, yeah, I'm thinking at least five. At least five for that. That's a lot. So that's so you have to pay you have to pay a thousand dollars for this. Yeah, yeah. To, to be able to play, it, yeah, to get the console and then play it. I guess that's fair though, because the other VR headsets on the market, like the HTC Valve, like those yeah, are pretty still, expensive. They're still yeah, it's still way way cheaper option. Yeah. Um, so I, and that's, that's why I feel like maybe that's what they'll be pricing it at because they, they can, you know, with, with the Oculus being priced at the, or the, I'm, I'm, I'm never going to call it meta, the Oculus <laughs> quest. Um, I've, I've still got, I, I was almost getting ready to throw away my, um, the box for the, for the Oculus quest. And I was like, you know what? No, I'm gonna keep it just for, just, you know, cause it's a, a piece of history now at this point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I will never call like Facebook is always gonna be Facebook. It, the, the moment they change the app to to Meta, whatever, it's, I'm still gonna be Facebook. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I think with that being priced the way it is now, I think they they can kind of they have options to for more options for what they wanted to get priced at. And I think, yeah, I'm thinking five, I'm thinking five hundred for that. Thinking five. Well, you heard it here first. Five hundred bucks. We'll see. I mean, yeah. I mean, they may put it at four hundred. Just. Because, like you said, it's a tough sell. You know, it's it's tethered. It's it's specific to PlayStation. You know, mm-hmm. obviously you'll get PlayStation exclusives and stuff like that, which is which is cool. And and you know, I'm sure Beat Saber will be on there on launch and and all that stuff. But yeah, um, yeah, it's a tough sell. Like VR, I don't know. Like I don't know really know the the kind of general mindset of people like in, like the VR space. Like you know, obviously like the index is kind of a niche thing at this point. Mm-hmm. I think it's just so expensive um yeah so i don't know i i'm worried that and this kind of have happened with p the, with the person with the first psvr but i'm worried that playstation doesn't have the developmental capacity to handle developing for the ps5 and the psvr2 yeah with with the scope of of the games that their studios make yeah like with god of war ragnarok with all of these larger games that take five years to make, you know, yeah, you know they're going to want to put out like pretty, 
high quality stuff. And I, I'm curious to see yeah. what that horizon thing turns out to be like, cause that looked really cool. Um, yeah. Looked awesome. Like it had like aspects of like that climb game where you're, you know, you're climbing environment. So it looks cool. You know, if they could do something that's really awesome and you know, maybe something like not as large as like, don't be such a high, like a big scope. Obviously they're not gonna have like mm-hmm. open world stuff, but like just tone down the scope and make it a really awesome, like four to five hour experience. Like, cool. I don't think anybody yeah. wants to spend 10 hours in the VR thing, you know, but. Yeah. And that's another part of it. Like I'm still struggling to understand what the, what the space of VR is supposed to be like for gaming, because I can't, I can't do it for more than an hour. Yeah. Because I just get sweaty. I get uncomfortable. I start to get fatigued and, you know, get a headache. I mean, you get pretty motion sick a couple yeah. minutes into, you know, a first person game, which is most of them. And it, that it's just a hard, it's a hard sell. It's a hard market. I feel like it's not advanced enough for what people are trying to do with it yet. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's such a, like, you know, it's hard for me to be out there because I can't really, I mean, I could play in here, but I'd be afraid to, but you know, I go out there and I'm sitting there swinging my arms. Like I don't have an mm-hmm. idea, like an idea, like it's, and it's so such an enclosed, like, system like you could i mean you could have hey you know watch me on my phone Dreamer. like watch, yeah. watch, you see what i see but it's still like closed off um so like that's you know it's it's easy to come in here and like play a game and like the kids need something and i can pause it and do it like with the, the oculus it's let me take off know, my headset let me take off the headset let me put the controllers down let me make sure i put it somewhere where it's not gonna break uh it's it's a lot to ask and you know for a short amount of time that i want to play it. and then you know i play it for 15 minutes and then i'm like eh whatever um so yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if VR is necessarily for me right now. I don't know. I mean, there's obviously some really cool stuff. Like I, I still think Beat Saber is incredible. Like that's such a fun game to play. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's like alone together. That's kind of the the mantra of VR. And I think they like because they they showed off like the the UI for the VR headset. Um, and I think there's like a streaming thing where like people can watch you play. And I think like maybe mm-hmm. you can see chat. I'm not 100 percent sure about that, but. Um, so that's cool yeah, you that can't they, stream. Um, they've got that incorporated so you have like a, a sense of um, you know viewership and togetherness and, and togetherness yeah um so yeah um nick you want to read the uh, next one too yeah so there were there were a couple of or there yeah i think there were three interviews with uh with the xenoblade three developers and in one of the interviews um i can't remember the guy's name uh, it might be takahashi i think so that yeah, sounds, he, that sounds right. Either him or, or one of his team members said that uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is not the end of the series. They're going to try to keep going, which is really good news. I mean, they have been cranking these games out. Like the first Xenoblade game, first Xenoblade Chronicles game came out, what, early 2010s? Yeah. Maybe 2009. And since then, they've put out one, two, three, X, a couple of big story standalone dlcs like they they have such an efficiency with how they operate that is really unmatched like they they can really crank out these games yeah and which is crazy because they're like pretty big worlds and stuff so they're huge Um, do you you think they'll bring chronicles x to the switch at some point i think they will i think they'll make a lot of changes to it i i I had it on the wii u but i didn't play it much I, I fell off of it super hard. Is it pretty different? Like, was it not like an auto battler? 
it is uh from from what i remember it was more artillery focused okay so you're mostly using guns and weaponry okay and the goal was to get like this mech that you fly around the open world okay but it just wasn't as it wasn't as unique of a world as as the xenoblade chronicles games are or as or as one two and three are I mean, they all they all take place in like the same world right they're all like on the same like two giant mechs or whatever right yeah oh no no what it's different. <laughs> yeah 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 they're, they're they're different different oh it might be the same well it's the same unit. Uh, is it the same like two giant like mechs and like just different yeah. parts of the oh okay i thought everything was yeah, on the different. same okay no yeah it's it's different I'm trying to teeter the line, but you're you're fine. You don't have to, you don't have to go any further. Okay. I, yeah. I thought I thought everything took place on the same. That that's why I didn't know if they were connected at all, like story wise or or whatever. No, Xenoblade Chronicles one. It took place on Mechanus, and yeah. three takes place. Oh, let me just Aeonius. Aeonius. Okay. So Which it's I a think... different worlds okay yeah okay cool (laughs) (laughs) i mean i plan on playing all these games eventually i just you know um so but that's good i I think xenoblade is probably going to be the best the best seller of this like the series i think it's they've had so many advertisements that i've seen for this game like everywhere um you know obviously i think the trailers did a lot of a lot of good stuff for that that direct they did um yeah the directed to july live. um was really good i got a lot of people like just in the comments that i saw were like wow you know i never played a xenoblade game but this looks really cool so uh yeah i think this and, and obviously switch games just sell better on on the switch you know they everything just sells better mm-hmm. like kirby kirby's is bestseller best metroid dread is the bestseller so i mean you know games just sell yeah. good on the switch so and um, it's it's such a cinderella story too because like th- we we just learned about this game this year and it came out earlier than expected. Like yeah. when does that ever happen? Like that, that yeah. I've never heard of that happening before. That's yeah, the, yeah, the special edition so cool. stuff is a little weird, but I, I guess they yeah probably didn't plan. They probably, you know, they anticipated it coming out in September and not, not July, but mm-hmm. um, next up, uh, there was, um, it kind of feels like Rockstar leaked this themselves, but it's like kind of a feel-good story of Rockstar like turning around their crunch and like their their, their kind of like their, their culture and stuff like that, which is you know great to hear because you've always heard that Rockstar's culture is kind of rotten. Um, so that's good to hear, but also it kind of gave some some information about GTA Six um, being the first uh, female-led character. Um, there's nice kind of like a bond that like the story is kind of based off like bonding clyde so maybe there'll be like a you know you either play as two people or maybe you just play as the and i and i believe she's hispanic um so you mm-hmm. uh, maybe you'll swap between like you do in, in gta 5 or may, maybe it'll be like straight up co-op which would that would be a first for like a, a story gta um which is which is pretty cool um i don't know what gta 6 is though nick at this point <laughs> like gta 5 was was okay. Uh, it wasn't like my favorite one in the series. Um, obviously, the the online is what the online is where 
So where what, is that, what is I that? What do they do? I, I, I don't know what I don't know what GTA Six is. <laughs> it's like do they do they care about making a good story, or are they just trying to get from? Are they trying to get the player from the story to the multiplayer as quick as possible? Because that's where the money is for them. Like absolutely, they've absolutely. made millions and millions and millions of dollars off the multiplayer, or off and, of uh, GTA Online, and and they had mentioned in the in this kind of article as well that it's going to be a multi-city kind of thing, and they're going to okay. And the, the way to avoid the crunch is they're going to add the cities post-launch. So I don't know. Again, I don't know if that's going to be for the story. I don't know if that's going to be for the online stuff. Um, because there's rumor that it's supposed to go back to Vice City. Um, so but if it's if they're making a story and they're not adding the rest of the game until after launch, then I'm assuming yeah. that that kind of stuff is mainly for for GTA online. Yeah, that's the way it sounds. I don't I don't think they'd ship a unfinished like story. So maybe the story takes place in one city, but like they'll have multiple cities like on online. Um but who knows at this point? I mean, this game is yeah. probably still three years out or so. So, uh, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. this. I mean, do you think this will come out on on current gen on PS5 and Series X? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I think so, I, I don't think we can go into uh, the next X, the next series of consoles and GTA 5 gets re released again before before GTA 6. That's, That's true. insane. Um, Very true. But yeah, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> uh, next up, uh, Switch Sports got its summer update. They they allowed they're allowing you to use the uh, the leg strap now to play soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if there's anything else in this update other than that. Maybe some improvements. There's a couple of new moves for volleyball, okay. which is good because that one only had three moves. Uh, you can pull off slide attacks and rocket serves. Okay, That's cool. and then they've added a pro league pro league rank. So players who've reached A rank can now strive for two even higher accolades, S rank and infinity rank. And okay. then you'll also be able to easily join a friend's match online with new room IDs. So I wonder how many concurrent people are playing this game right now. Probably 10,000. Because this is probably like, I mean, I fell off of it so, so incredibly hard. Uh, now I haven't, yeah. we haven't played like, much of like doing like a family night or something which which we need to um but yeah i haven't played it i haven't really played it since like that first couple weeks yeah same same here i'll be i'll be back when there's golf i'll be back when that comes. yeah i'll check that out um i I think this is kind of like the last straw for me for anything sports related for nintendo Mm -hmm. yeah Um, they they just don't do it right yeah i mean mario strikers like People like the gameplay, um, but it's just lacking content. And that's just kind of the same story that happens over and over again. Um, I'm glad I skipped that one. Really yeah, glad I, I skipped it. I am too. Yeah. I, I mean, I played that demo um, and it was cool. Like I liked it, but uh, I could just see it was going to be the same thing be, as, be, as uh, Super Rush. Mm-hmm. So, um, but this one was like a budget title. Like I think it was 40 bucks without the left or 50 bucks without the left track, maybe or 40 or I think it's 40 without Four. it. 40 40 without it yeah so i I didn't feel completely ripped off because you know 40 bucks it's it's not too bad is yeah budget title um annapurna had a showcase uh last week um they did i didn't really see anything like stick out for me uh they they did they're they're having the next gen or the the current gen release of um outer wilds and what's the Mm -hmm. other one um 
the the Edith Edith Finch game. Oh, the remains of Edith, Edith Finch. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I I think I may go back to Outer Wilds because I never actually did finish that. Um, so that may yeah. that may get me into that one. Um, uh, I think and I think that comes out next month, I believe, in September. Um, I didn't see anything else. Nick, did you see anything? I'm I'm having a hard time remembering it. So the the last game they showed it was called The Lost Wild. It was a survival oh dinosaur the, game. The dinosaur one. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, that was really all I saw. I didn't really take to any of the other games that were shown off, to be honest. Yeah, but yeah, if anyone if anyone if anyone likes Annapurna and in their games, I would I would go check it out. I'm I'm not a huge Annapurna fan. I've only liked a few of their games. Yeah, I think. yeah, they've they've got a couple of decent I, games or a couple had, of games. Did Stray? Did they do? Uh, twelve. 12 minutes they did do 12 they did, minutes yeah. they, they published that one yeah they also did neon white yeah they, they, okay, they, showed, I actually, they showed 12 minutes in the trailer and i about turned it off <laughs> actually <laughs> i do like anaburna because out of wild stray neon white they got some, some good, good games yeah. yeah they got some good stuff yeah nothing nothing really jumped out at me um that that i saw but you know it is what it is uh nick do you want to i haven't seen this yet nick do you want to read the next one yeah so it's kind of weird because this hasn't really materialized in a major way yet but there's been some rumors going around that that sony is trying to buy square enix and that is one of the reasons why square sold off a couple of developers earlier this year is because they were trying to just like get all those out of the way you know just kind of dump those dump those investments because they wanted to you know look better from a from a buyer's perspective yeah yeah so there's rumors that that's going to happen i don't i don't know if there's validity to that at all i don't know if that's something that's realistic but makes sense i mean they've 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 always gotten along yeah they've done i've always done a lot of exclusives with i mean especially with uh final fantasy so yeah i mean i could see it that that could be the next one i i I figured they would have already um eaten them up already but uh but yeah, I guess that does make sense that they they kind of cut ties with these other developers. Um, how how would you feel about this? It doesn't really matter to me. I mean, what what are we like? Final Fantasy is you know it would go console you know exclusive. What what else? They have uh, the Near series, Tomb. Well, I guess not not Tomb Raider anymore. They have Outriders, Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, I still think um, I still think they would allow mind. stuff to go to Nintendo. Like, see that that's that's the one thing that I would still want is like games like Live Alive, like the HD two D games. Like, if those still came to the Switch, yeah. then I wouldn't I wouldn't really mind losing out on games on the Series X. But I know that a lot of Square Enix games go to Game Pass. That's true, or at least eventually make their way to Game Pass. So that would be a big loss for them. But yeah, I mean, I I. Would be fine with it, I think. You know, I've, you know, I plan on getting a PS5 eventually, so I won't not ever be able to play these games again. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's probably the biggest one is like Triangle Strategy, Live Alive, um, Octopath. I mean, that that's on Xbox now, and and yeah, the mobile version now, I think, which is kind of weird. I, anyways, um, wait, what? Sorry, what did you say? I think there's a mobile version of Octopath now. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, as long as like I think like because I feel like that suits well with with an intent like with the Switch like those those JRPGs. So hopefully they can keep that, but you know, we'll we'll see. Um, and and the thing is like, you know, this is another big acquisition. But out of all the acquisitions that we've seen so far, we we have not seen a truly exclusive game yet. No, no. Even going back to Bethesda all the way in 2020, like there still hasn't been an exclusive game for Xbox. So no. even if even if this were to happen today and get approved today, there's not going to be an exclusive game for at least another two to three years. I'd yeah, say. Yeah, because they've already gotten contracts and stuff with. Uh... Well, I mean, you know. Uh... Starfield is exclusive, and I'm sure they were developing for PlayStation. So maybe, maybe PlayStation would, if, if it's far enough into development or something, maybe they would cut, you know, cut a deal, cut a deal or something, or or cancel a version of the, for the Xbox. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean this this acquisition it would make sense to me. I, I think they, like you said, they worked well in the past together. So um, yeah, yeah. I, 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 there's. That's it. There's already a lot of like exclusive deals with with Square between Final Fantasy VII to uh, didn't they have some other games exclusive to Sony Final Fantasy uh, Dragon Quest I know Dragon Quest wasn't on the Xbox for a while maybe I can't remember yeah I'm not sure Kingdom Hearts maybe yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't know how well Kingdom Hearts sells. So maybe, you know, maybe make, make an exclusive wouldn't be a great. And, and plus, it's Disney owned too. So like, I'm sure that's a they, whole other. Yeah, they may issue. not. They may kind of like the um, the show um, contract that Sony has. Even though it's a, a Sony studio developing that game, like the MLB was said, no, we need to sell more, so we're putting it on everything. So maybe with Kingdom Hearts, something like that would be a little bit trickier. Like that would probably be, you know, multi-exclusive, you know, multi-platform. Platform. Yeah. Um, next up, uh, we we are getting the. There's not really a rumor or anything. Like we're we're getting the Nintendo financials on Wednesday, right? Wednesday uh, yes. morning. Yeah, Wednesday morning. I, I tweeted about this earlier, but yeah, we should get sales figures for their recent titles so switch sports mario strikers and fire emblem warriors yep. so everything releasing until june 30th and, and they'll probably have some some data on uh monster hunter sunbreak yep, yep. that was june 30th and then we'll probably get milestones for metroid dread selling over 3 million uh pokemon legends arceus will probably be a top 10 seller so that's over 14 or 15 million and then kirby probably probably end up being the best in the series over yeah, over sure. three million and then skyward sword will probably hit four million or so so yeah so cool. yeah a couple of milestones and i don't i mean th- there's never any announce any announcements or anything so don't expect like any yeah. switch pro or anything like that but i'm yeah, sure it'll, i'm sure it'll come yeah. up we'll get i'm sure there's a video out right now or the, or tomorrow that's going to go up be like, financial numbers leading to uh yeah you know. and to switch pro or invest an investor is going to ask in in their investor uh in their shareholders meetings like someone's going to ask you know is a, a a new updated model on the horizon and they'll say you know we we're always thinking about new hardware but we yeah. wait until the right time to announce it yep so or maybe they'll say um 
you know, Metroid Dread sold three plus million copies. Um, get ready for more. And here's Prime. <laughs> they would do that though. Here's an exclusive trailer to all of our shareholders <laughs> of Metroid Prime Remake. Yeah, so we'll, we'll talk about that next week. Um, yeah, and, and talk about those numbers. Obviously, Metroid Pred, Pred, Metroid, Metroid Pred, Metroid Predator. Um, yeah, we're we're excited for for that to pass because obviously we both that was but our game of the year last year. So yeah, um, we're we're super excited to. We want people to buy that game because it's it's truly incredible. It is. Um, and then last up on for the news, Pokemon presents. We got one coming on Wednesday. Um, yeah. They're going to show off more Violet and Scarlet, and they're also going to show off some other Pokemon stuff related too. I don't know what the heck that could be. Twenty minutes worth of stuff. Yeah, so I don't know what. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll finally get an update on Pokemon Sleep or whatever that thing was. Oh um, yeah, Pokemon Vita. Or, well, I, don't, I can't remember what it was. Um, well, Harrison, how how excited would you be if we got a Pokemon Rangers? Ooh, that'd be really cool. That that was a, that was a pretty awesome game. Maybe, yeah. maybe we'll get like some DLC for for Arceus, Arceus. like maybe. just like a new region or a new yeah area to explore. Yeah, new area that that could be pretty cool to get 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 people back in. Yeah, um, tie you know tie them over until Scarlet and Violet come out. Um, I don't know. We'll probably get like some dumb like app or something, <laughs> you know, like they always do. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll watch it and check it out. I'm sure I'm sure it'll be some interesting stuff at least for. Scarlet and Violet. Yeah, they're always they're they're always pretty interesting. Yeah. Even if they're dumb. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that is going to wrap up the show this week. Um, hopefully everybody enjoyed it. Um, if you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and, and Spotify and anywhere else that you can relieve mm-hmm. you uh, leave reviews at, that helps us out tremendously. Um, Nick, where can they follow us over uh, on you know everywhere? Uh, Twitter at gaming WT Broscast, uh, right here on Twitch at gaming with the Broscast. You can follow us on TikTok at gaming with the Broscast. Um, you can email us at gaming with the Broscast at yahoo.com. And yeah, yeah, go uh, go give us some follows. Check us out on different social medias. We're uh, we're around, or we're 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 not just here every Monday, but we're we're also there. Yeah, <laughs> the rest of the week. So if you want to talk with us or see our reactions to to news coming out, kind of in the moment, uh, yeah, follow us on Twitter, follow us on TikTok. Harrison, you post a lot of clips. I'll post random stuff. Yeah, whenever I do. But um, Nick, yeah. we, we've 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 got to figure out when we're going to do like the Q and A <laughs> thing, just so we can get it done. And we, I think we mentioned like every episode, but um, I don't have the kids at all next week. So I mean, we can really do it any day next week. Not not that it really matters if they're here or not, but um, you know, or we can do it like Saturday afternoon or Saturday, you know, something like that. Okay. But we'll. I mean, we can. We'll announce it on Twitter. Yeah. When we want to do that, but yeah, not for a wedding, not this weekend, but next weekend. Okay. So maybe, yeah, maybe either the weekend after that or. Okay. Uh, we'll figure it out. We'll, yeah. te- we'll text about it this week. Sorry. Right, cool. you, sorry for not <laughs> using this. But yeah, guys, that's going to wrap up the show. Uh, we, we hope, sorry, we're, we're using Zoom, if, if you guys don't know. So it's, and they updated our thing recently where you can only have like 40 minutes um, for for each call. So it's it's a little annoying, especially when you get to situations like this where we're, we're literally wrapping up. But anyways, we will see you guys um, next 
Monday at 8.30 Eastern time. We got, we'll probably talk about some more Xenoblade 3. Uh, mm. As Nick, you dive into it, and maybe I'll pick it up. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. <sighs> I really hope you do. Yeah. And then we'll, you Actually, know, we'll talk. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I probably will. I'll probably I, pick it up like tomorrow or something. I don't want to be the reason you pick it up and then you don't like it and 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 drop it. So. I don't know. I've, I've I've just seen so many good things about it. So yeah. Um, and again, I, I feel like I deserve it. I deserve, or I should <laughs> give the game a des- like a deserving chance for game of the year purposes, just so I can dis- have that in my discussion. Sure. Um, but I think that's my goal because I have. I got like going to the top five, like I haven't played that much stuff. So obviously in the latter half of the year, there's a lot more stuff to play, but um, I definitely want to try to play as much stuff as I can. Um, yeah. Try out different, different yeah. types of games. And yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we will see you guys <laughs> next week. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye.